What's up, everybody? Welcome to Directly Yours Light, a Nintendo podcast. I am your host, Adam Renard, and I am going to today continue talking about games that I really enjoyed in 2019, and then using those as a jumping off point to talk about something a little bigger in the world of Nintendo. Today, is the focus is going to be on Link's Awakening which was a great game that came out this year. And then just in general talking about remakes and remasters with the Nintendo Switch, which is something that, that in my opinion, has been going very well. So, yeah, let's get started. In February of this year, during the Nintendo Direct, Nintendo announced both a new Super... Well, I guess not new Super Mario Brothers, but that was out in January. But Super Mario Maker 2 and Link's Awakening, the remake... Link's Awakening ended up coming out on September 20th of this year. So February to March, March to April, April, May, May, June, June, July, July to August, August, September. So we're talking about a seventh month string that we found out about this game actually existing. There would have been rumors, I know, but where we actually found out about it existing to the point where it launched. And I'm really am enjoying the the short Nintendo launch windows. I like those much better than, say, announcing in 2018 that Animal Crossing is coming and then watch it slip to 2020. Um, or finding out uh, before the Switch is even released that Fire Emblem is coming and then not getting it until 2019. Those those are a little more frustrating just because, like, the I think what happens is the silence gets to the point where it's like, is the game in trouble? Is the game not in trouble? And usually, no, it's just Nintendo working on it behind the scenes. But but I really, I, I like the keep the cards close to the vest, announce it, you know, and then six months later we get it. And that is exactly what happened with Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. And it was a beautiful game. Of course, it is a remake of a game from 1991, and that game was on a system with like a green screen and black pixels, so it was a huge jump up from the original Game Boy one, and the art style that they went with was just beautiful. I mean, it made it look like, you know, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, uh, or something of the sort. It was very plasticky and toys, and it looked really, really cool. And, I mean, just the aesthetic that went through everything and permeated out of the, uh, just the characters and, and the environments and just how really amazing it looked. Um, and, and I think that the art style did a beautiful job, especially with the opening and closing cutscenes that you get in the animation style that you get. And then the way that the game plays. And I think it really went well, especially if you know anything about the way that Link's Innate Awakening the game works. So beautiful game. Uh, Playing through it was, well, I guess I was more of a passenger. My wife played most of the game. I got to beat a couple of bosses for her. Uh, But but it was it was a, a great experience to just sit there and watch it. And at some point or another, I'll probably end up playing it myself. But it, it really is a, a nice game in that it has mechanics that, for the most part, hold up even now, almost 30 years later. And they definitely simplified things. They definitely were able to work in some of the mannerisms of, of changing. But, but overall, the game remains predominantly untouched. And so the fact that you can sit there and play it in the way that it is and have a great time doing it is pretty astonishing. It says a lot about what Nintendo was able to make even in 1991 
but to update the things that they updated and just make it just a little smoother in a couple of places. I think they did a great job with it. It, it was also nice in contrast to go at this game after playing uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, which is completely open, completely go wherever you want to. You can ride your horse past a mountain and completely miss a shrine on the other side and things that you'll never see that are just hidden away in nooks and crannies in that game to a game like this that is very streamlined. Uh, the dungeons are very purposely made. Everything exists for a reason. And the stuff that you have to do is, is really just pushes you forward so those two games both existing in the same franchise it's a really nice contrast and i think that it makes it very clear that there's a there's a real opening for both a giant breath of the world style game but also something like link's awakening or link between worlds that was on the 3ds the games like that that can still very much exist despite the fact that we have a masterpiece like uh, Breath of the Wild was. So, very cool. I'm, I'm so glad that they did that, that I got to enjoy it with my wife. It's one of her favorite games of all time. Now, that said, uh, this was a remaster. It was, it was definitely something that was designed in its time, and it shines on the Switch. And I, what I'm noticing lately is, especially with third parties, but even with Nintendo... Giving games a chance to shine on the Switch is something that is really something that, that is happening a lot and it's a very good thing. Like I look at the shelves and on the Amazon lists and things like that, and I see things like Diablo, uh, Diablo 3 Eternal Collection, or recently Ubisoft started making the Assassin's Creed games available on the Switch. And it's really smart. It's it's a really right idea to take these games that existed on the 360 and the PS3 and you know they work on the Switch they're fine on the Switch the Switch is perfect for that and if you sell it at a fair price and I think that that's the key is what is the price of this game that you are giving me on the Switch and what was it on the others you know Resident Evil was a game that just came out on the Switch and was released on the Switch this past year we got Resident Evil 1, 2, 3 no we didn't get 3 we got 1, 2, 0 4 no, no no 2 (laughs) it was 1, 0, 4, 5, and 6 and all of those came out on the Nintendo Switch this year but they were only available in digital copies. Even the the physical cards you can buy required you to download one or two of the games. And that was that was tough because I mean, you were required to do this, but they also put on there a switch tax, uh, which for the games that were available only digitally, I did not understand at all because Resident Evil 1 and 0 and 4 are all on the PS4 and they're all available for $19.99, but the Switch versions were $29.99. So I, you know, and I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't sell the gangbusters, but really you have to price these things fairly. That said, there are three third-party games that I want to talk about that I would love to see on the Nintendo Switch. That just, it would make my day if they would come over. Uh, The first is from 2K Games. 
that's the Bioshock collection. If I could play Bioshock and Bioshock Infinite, um, and maybe even Bioshock 2 on uh, the Nintendo Switch, I would be thrilled. Those games were, were ones that I always wanted to play. But they, like a couple other games on this list, hit at a time where, A, I had a very stringent no mature rated games policy. Uh, My daughter was just born and I never wanted her to walk in and seeing me play something like this. And I would have played them on the television set. So I didn't really... That's not what I wanted to have. I didn't want that to be a thing where that would be what my kids saw if they came in the room. So I kind of went with a really hard stance where I wasn't going to play any mature rated games. Now they are older. Um, and also the switch is a personal system. It's a game that I could say to my son, you can play this and I could keep it in a place where it isn't. And I wouldn't have to worry about him sneaking in and seeing me play it on the TV if I'm playing it in a handheld mode. So Bioshock is just a neat game. And it was one of those that I always wanted to play you know, taking place in a submerged world and had a really scary atmosphere and a lot of different things that you could do, but it would fit extremely well on the Switch, especially when you consider it's already, I believe, on iOS, or it was at one point where you could play it on iOS. So it seems like, and I know that I'm not naive enough to think it wouldn't take some development resources and things like that, but I think that's one that if you priced it fairly, you could get a lot of people who would pick it up on the Switch just to play it on the go. Um, so yeah, that that is definitely one. Another would be the Batman uh, Return to Arkham games, the, the first Batman Arkham Asylum game and Batman Arkham City. I think they would run like a dream on the Switch and I think that it would be a really just kind of a universal, I believe both of them are rated T for teen, and they would be really universal to pick up and play, and just for people to enjoy. Um, I, I know for a fact, like, I would be totally in and down. And I, and, and again with these, and I talk about pricing, I know that that's the, the Return to Arkham sells for $19.99 on the PS4. I think if they sold it at $29.99 with both of those games, but you had them on the go, it would be awesome. And I think people would buy them. Um, even if you wanted to discount them digitally, I think people would still buy them. So that's another one. I think just the idea of running around, you have Batman as a character, you have all of the villains. It, it would just be a really good fit. And I think a good game for people to come out and purchase. Um, my last one that I really want to point out uh, is not going to happen because it's an EA game. And EA doesn't seem to much care about their back catalog very much and definitely doesn't care about incorporating what they're making onto a Nintendo system. They, uh, they are very notorious for saying their stuff doesn't sell on the Switch or, excuse me, for Nintendo products after they release really junky ports or versions of these games. Um, then turning around and being like, well, Nintendo fans don't like to buy our stuff. Uh, but I honestly would love to see Dead Space come over. I, you know, I think fans on Nintendo systems are pretty, the older fans are pretty, they will take to scary games. And I think Dead Space is one that if it popped up on a Nintendo system, it would be really a good thing. 
and I think people would embrace it. Now, Dead Space 1 and 2 could be sold in a collection, and I think everybody would flock to it, um, mostly because it's not an extremely available game. So they could do it across all platforms, but I think the Switch fans would really eat that one up. Now, in Nintendo's camp, there are three games that I would love to see get a remaster or a remake or, or something along those lines. Uh, one is the Pikmin games. Uh, I am a huge Pikmin fan. I make no apologies for it. Uh, my wife and I played Pikmin 3 for over 200 hours. And truthfully, I don't think we ever finished the story mode because we played so much cooperative and so much versus mode in that game that I just don't think we ever got to playing the story mode. So an opportunity for a Pikmin 3, and rumors I know are about a Pikmin 3 Deluxe exist, but until I see it, until they announce it in a Nintendo Direct, it doesn't exist. And so I would love to see it. I would love to see Nintendo pick it up and do it. And if they could throw in just a, a an up-res HD-ified version of Pikmin 1 and 2, it would be even better. And I just think that those games would be so appreciated by fans. Um, another one is the Mario Galaxy games. I think the Mario Galaxy games are a perfect, perfect opportunity for Nintendo to A have a have a 3D Mario that people were going to pick up, especially if you bundled both the games together. And and people would pick it up and love it and play a ton of it. Um, the other one being like, or just the, the fact that it would also buy you some time. If you're making Odyssey 2 or whatever they're doing with the 3D Mario game on the Switch next, because, uh, you know, they never came out with DLC for Odyssey. So they're making an Odyssey 2. A port of one of the other ones would be a really good way to buy themselves just a little bit of time on that one. Um, but we'll talk about that more in a predictions episode coming up. The last one I would really like to see get another fair shake because Nintendo's got a lot of things. You know, a Donkey Kong Country Returns, a, uh, a a version of Earthbound or something like that. Getting some remakes would be awesome. But one that I would really like to see up and given another shot is Kid Icarus uh, Uprising. I think it was a neat game. It was a very good idea. To, to bring it up and, and do something with it, but it was a bad fit for the 3DS. Um, 3DS just didn't have the control scheme to make that game work the way it was supposed to. And I think if you redid it on the Switch, you would see uh, a much bigger commotion made out of what was a pretty good game, just hampered by controls that didn't work with it. And so I would love to see them bring that game up, polish it up, make it look HD, and let it rip on the Switch and see what they got. Because they already have all those assets. Not, you know, like in HD format, but they already have the direction of the game. They don't have to put much thought into it. And I think it would get a lot of play on the Switch, whereas it didn't as much on the 3DS. Uh, so those those are my three games for third parties and first parties. Uh, again, that's Bioshock from 2K, uh, Batman from Warner Brothers, and the um, Dead Space series from EA, and then um, Pikmin, a Pikmin trilogy, uh, a collection of Mario Galaxy, and Kid Icarus Uprising, uh, just with dual control sticks would be amazing uh that is it for my remastered episode i will be back next week i'm going to talk about fire emblem and uh and just you know games that respect our time and games that require a lot of time so i will talk to you more next week thanks for hanging out keep playing your switches keep enjoying some games and we'll talk to you next week thanks bye